everyone. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie. And this is the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. We are two friends from two different worlds. Coming together in harmony for one podcast, celebrating gratitude, humor, and positivity. We are random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018. Each week, we'll share two positive news stories from around the world, a quirky fact, the day's weird holiday, a shared experience, and maybe even play a game. All while punning the crap out of each other. Mo, you can't say that. Fine. It's the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. Gratitude. Humor. Positivity. Hey, everybody. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie, and this is the, the Mo, Mo and, and Katie, Katie Show. Show. We're so happy that you're here today with us, listener. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Katiekins. Hi, Moe. We we are um we are distanced today, so yes. we're not sitting in our normal padded closet that we sit in to record today. And, we and, are distanced. And remember, in August we talked about sweating our August off, and then I said probably in September I'll be sweating my September off. I'm in the back of the RV, and I have the air conditioner off, and I am sweating my August off. Oh, I'm so sorry. so much so that I'm sweating my September off. <laughs> You have sweat your August off and yes. are now sweating your September off in yes. addition to that. Yes. But uh, despite that, it has been really beautiful. I'm not sure, you know, where everybody else is, but here on the East Coast, it has been absolutely gorgeous so far yeah. for September. Yeah. Just so pretty and breezy, windows open kind of weather. So it's been great. Yeah, it has been very nice. But Hey, nice. I, have, I have to do a couple shout outs. Um, first of all, I need to say to Saru, um, I... I I think she was amused by the bodily noises that we had in in oh. last week's episode. I think so, Good. but more more importantly, I was a little bit caught off guard because she started one of her comments like saying something like, "Normally, um, I, I think she uses us as Ambien, like to go to sleep." And I think <laughs> I think maybe she meant it was relaxing, but um, nonetheless, um, we we don't prescribe us as uh, a cure for insomnia. But if people no. are out there falling asleep, that's that's one thing. But I think she meant that. Yes. She was usually trying to relax with us, but she wasn't able to yeah. because she was sorry LOLing, about that, Sarah. So, yeah, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry not that. sorry. And I think she, um, I think she was like right on, like as the episode dropped at like midnight or something. She was like right on it. So you oh, get you get snaps that. snaps for that, Sarah. Yeah, that, that's good stuff right there. Excellent. And I hope Beth, our friend in North Carolina, I hope she's convalescing well. And yes. a shout out to Karen Fur, who's um, one of the project managers for. Um, Paper Raven Books, who's I'm um, hey publishing my book, and uh, she was, uh, we were emailing back and forth last week, and she goes, "Can you believe my boss is making me work on Lazy Mom's Day?" And I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> I know you're listening now." So <laughs> call back. Shame on uh, Morgan for uh, making someone work on Friday, which happened to be Lazy Mom's Day. But uh, <laughs> I'll allow it just because it's helping me with my book stuff. So Karen I'll have for, to say yeah. I celebrated Lazy Mom's Day like to the fullest. It was truly <laughs> a lazy day for me. Good for you. Good for you. So, yes, and and also to our listeners, I just need Antimo a little bit of an apology because though you know we are not together recording, I'm not alone. Once again, there's a cricket in my studio. There's always a cricket in my nice, studio. Nice. So if you're hearing a cricket, it may be your cricket or it may be my cricket. So sorry about that. But it's definitely not my of... cricket. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> they want to be a part of what's going on, but yeah. But anyway, happy September to everybody. Thanks for tuning in and um, enjoying. Boy, we have ooh, we have a special surprise today. Yeah, I'm so excited. Excited, but but first, let's take care of the business at hand. Uh, crickets 
and lazy moms and convalescing <laughs> are all things going on in the world. Mo, tell us what else is going on in the world today. All right, so I'm going to take us to Prairie Village, Kansas. Mm. And I, I love this story for a number of reasons, but I'm going to get right to the story and I'll explain why later. But I, the, there was this um, this woman, she was, uh, I think she was in her 90s. Well, she still is in her 90s. Anyway, she was <laughs> in her 90s and um, she has this obsession with the song, The Hokey Pokey. Oh. <laughs> so, right? So part of, the re- part of the reason I love the story is whenever I, I help um, dress my mom, um, she's always, you know, as I'm putting her uh, legs, her feet, in her, as I'm putting my mom's pants on, let's just call it what it is, okay? <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's just call it out. So, you know, she's like, she goes, you put your right foot in, you put your <laughs> left foot in. And when I'm helping my mom get out of her pants, or, or when I'm taking my mom's pants off, she yes. says, you take your left foot out. You know, so okay. she's always saying that. I have song. a question, though. Does she shake it all about? I no, because I'm holding her foot so that she does not shake it all about. Because I know okay. how this song goes. Now, so... <laughs> You're not new. No, no, I am not. So there's a lady in uh, Prairie Village, Kansas. Her name is Phyllis Brinkerhoff, and she goes by Mrs. B. She loves the Hokey Pokey, the song, Mm. and uh, presumably the dance, because you can't have one without the other. No. Um, So anyway, she she was, um, like, when I say obsessed, I'm like cult-like level obsession in that she bought the CD and gave it to her neighbor, and uh, was convinced that her neighbor would also fall in love and have the same obsession uh, with the hokey pokey. So okay. her neighbor, her neighbor Melanie Men, uh, Mendries, I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm screwing that up. I'm sorry, Melanie. <laughs> Melanie <laughs> Mendries um, was given the CD by her neighbor, and then gets, I would say, no fewer than I don't know a baker's dozen of phone calls from Mrs. B asking if she's listened to it and what she thinks and does she absolutely <laughs> love it and has she listened to it and does she you know. So anyway, um, and you know, and Melanie's being honest. She's like, it's not my top ten. You yeah, know, it's yeah. not, it's not on my Spotify playlist. But appreciates the fact that Mrs. B is is uh, so appreciative of it. So Mrs. B turned ninety three a couple weeks ago. So mm. in preparation for that, Melanie and her daughter um, made these uh, invites and basically coordinated a surprise flash mob which i know is the same thing but anyway a surprise flash mob <laughs> of the neighbors doing the hokey pokey for mrs oh, b on that's her birthday. Fantastic. and it was it was just so cool like watching the video of it but here is the best part and this is gonna make me tear up mm. this was melanie's quote it doesn't take that much to make someone's day mm. and i think we could all do a little more of it so um and i've reached out to melanie and i told her that um we would be featuring this story on the podcast and um she she was grateful and she said, you know what, just just keep sending, keep spreading the joy. So thanks oh, for spreading the joy. Fantastic. So I, I just I just love when people see that. And again, it wasn't Melanie's favorite song, but she recognized that Mrs. <laughs> B had this passion for the song. And and you know I what, love it. That's what it is. It's all. all about. <laughs> you know, it sounds like she really put her whole self in. Yeah, she did put her whole self in. <laughs> she she put all the neighbors in it too. So yeah. <laughs> I just I, I love stuff like that and so again just the the appreciation for, oh, for somebody else fantastic. doing that I just love it so anyway I love that so to Mrs. B happy belated birthday uh, happy hokey pokeying is it hokeying pokeying anyway happy hokey <laughs> pokeying like and to Melanie thank you so much for bringing a smile to Mrs. B's face everybody oh, that was fantastic. involved in the flash mob and to my face 
I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's funny, Mo, because my story is about a birthday, too. Oh, cool. And also about someone who went above and beyond to make a birthday special for someone. So this happened um, in London at okay. a restaurant called Luciano by Gino De Campo. Could you say that uh, with Italian accent, please? A Luciano by Gino De Campo restaurant. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so two friends were out for dinner. Um, the birthday girl, her name is Natalie Tapa, and she was out with her friend Claire. And, you know, when you go to a restaurant and it's your birthday and they find out it's your birthday, they usually bring you a special dessert. And at this restaurant, they are one of these ones where they'll actually write happy birthday, you know, in chocolate, you know, on the dessert. And it's kind of special. Well, the restaurant found out that Natalie is actually totally blind. Oh. And when they found that out, they very quickly found out and recreated the Braille trans- translation oh. of happy birthday and instead of writing happy birthday in their normal script that they would on her dessert, they wrote it out in Braille. That's so cool. And when her, her um, you know, they had this this uh, this chilled chocolate, they, they wrote the Braille out, chilled the chocolate, and when it came to the table, she realized, um, she said, my mind was blank for a second, and then I was like, is this in Braille? She said <laughs> she's never had anything like that happen before, and she was just so touched by how they went above and beyond to wish her a happy birthday. Um, and well, I just love that. I just love it. That's really the, cool. The manager of the restaurant's name is Giovanni Gelicchio. Gelicchio. Giovanni Galuccio. <laughs> and he maintains that the impromptu gesture was simply part of their customer service that they strive to extend to all their patrons. And, um, you know, I, I just love that going above and beyond for someone, it's just like, hey, that's what we do. We want to definitely wish Mrs. B and Natalie a very happy birthday. And we're so grateful that you have people in your lives that can make those birthdays really special. Yeah, that's really cool. And I, yeah. uh, it, it, it wasn't lost to me that you used the word uh, that it was a touching uh, gesture. Um, <laughs> she really yeah. felt touched. Yeah, she yeah, felt yeah, yeah. <laughs> She really felt the birthday wishes. <laughs> I love it. I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And and if you want to look up the video, there is a video of it on um, TikTok. So if you're TikTok savvy, you could look up and um, watch Natalie receive her birthday wishes. That's so cool. Yeah. I think I think the next time someone puts any kind of dessert in front of me, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna put my hands on it, say that I'm reading the braille, and I'm hoping that no one else will have my dessert. Like you know, like once you touch something, like no, no, uh, that's, that's mine, right. mine. I touched the whole thing. You may not have it now. I'm reading with my tongue. Yeah. That that doesn't come out good. Pardon me, kids. All right. Well, I think it's time for a quirky fact. Is the quirky fact that you can read Braille with your tongue? No. The quirky fact, it's about an animal. And so, you know, let's have a real, you know, frank conversation here, Mo, a real candid conversation. The age that you and I are, and, and some of our listeners you know, we often have to frequently, you know, go to the bathroom. Just it's just the way it is. So you just, you know, you're in a car ride. I don't like how this is night, starting up. You got to go to the bathroom. I don't drive um, in the middle of the night, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the wood frog what? can hold. I'm just gonna say, hold its pee for a very long time. Would you like to guess how long the wood frog can hold its pee? Uh, no, I, I'm more curious of where you get your facts. <laughs> from the interwebs <laughs> okay how long the wood frog can hold its pee you want to guess 
How much pee could a wood frog pee if a wood frog, a wood could, frog, frog could, could hold fr- pee? <laughs> I, I don't know. Fourteen days. Eight months. What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. A wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months. Up okay. to eight months. So, okay. No. That's like the max. Okay. A. Y. B. <laughs> B. Do, is this a typical frog that that hops around places? It's a wood frog, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Shoddy reporting again, but I'm just I'm just gonna say I have friends of the age of which you are of, yes. and um, when they jump, um, little, little pee comes out. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that these frogs don't hop, so they probably, they probably walk. Don't. I'm also gonna assume that the what would you call them? The woodland tree frog? What do you call the them? The wood. It's just called a wood frog. Okay. The, 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 I'm also going to assume that the wood frog does not have a sense of humor and finds nothing funny for the same reason because we have friends of a certain age and, and when and they laugh a little pee comes out lord forbid they sneeze yeah. oh yeah no way no way you, you're not going to find a wood frog who's allergic to anything uh, and if they are a lot of claritin and, and that's just a diuretic so I don't know how they can coexist two wood frogs two wood frogs are having a conversation they're like hey Mildred how you doing oh I'm doing doing pretty good there Betty I've been holding my pee for seven months oh never mind <laughs> wow if you've never heard a wood frog sneeze you've heard it here first What'd you learn today? Well, let me tell you. There's a frog right. named Mildred. And, oh, wow. <laughs> All right, Bowie, please save us by telling us what special weird holiday today is. Well, it's just ironic because today is National TV Dinner Day, first of all. Oh, And And cool. you know what? The first TV dinner was actually made. It was a Thanksgiving meal made of oh. turkey, peas, cornbread dressing, and mm-hmm. wood frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sweet potatoes. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah. Always get those. Did you know stuff. the name of the company it was that made the um, first? It's, uh, it's, I'm going to guess it's probably Hungry Man. Because they oh, were like the. Swanson. Constant. Oh, Swanson. Swanson and okay. Sons. Yeah. I used okay. to have TV dinners all the time. Like, I remember oh. sitting at in front of a TV tray yes. and having the little uh, little foil pack with the Salisbury steak in the middle. It, it was like the, a treat. Yeah. You, you know, the hard part is it'll say, like, the directions will be, like, peel the plastic off the potatoes, but not off the steak, and then yeah. vent the peas. <laughs> like, and it, and it doesn't like, matter. You're like, your Salisbury like steak. Yeah, no, your Salisbury steak is, like, burning the roof of your mouth. Your your mashed potatoes are like a popsicle. They're frozen. Yeah, yeah. And you've exploded the peaches everywhere. <laughs> So anyway, happy. Um, I you know I think it'd be we the next time we get together we should have a TV dinner. I don't know if they make. I them think anymore. we should. I, oh, they do. They make all kinds like, of. I well, I know they're frozen like hot pockets. I, I think hot pockets. A, I think they're a little more sophisticated than they. Used I know, to but be, I like, I want the fancy. old school. You know, okay. burn your mouth. You Let's know, do it. Freeze your brain, mashed potatoes. <laughs> I want the cherry pie thingy in the top right corner. Sometimes they have like a brownie. That's good stuff. I like the ones wonder, with the macaroni and cheese. I wonder if they make one that's got like a brownie, cherry pie, and a peach cobbler on the top. That's all it is. There's and of course, no the Salisbury food. Food. and lettuce, and and astronaut ice cream. <laughs> let's make let's make let's make TV dinners out of things that don't freeze well. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> so anyway, happy yes. National TV. This compartment dinner has day. milk in it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it, it it depends on the expiration date. It may be yogurt. We're not sure. <laughs> do you 
There's a cottage you cheese. You remember, though. Like, I remember, like, the, the TV dinner along with the TV tray. That's like, what I just said. That was yeah. a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Oh, I know. That was, like, the whole thing. I know. Like, you felt like you were you were breaking the rules or something. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. All right. It's good. Okay. It is. We'll, All right. We'll celebrate. It'll yes. be good stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Moe, I am so excited about I am what, too. what we're introducing today. Yes. Um, we te- you teased it out a little bit, right, before? A little bit. We talked about this yeah. back in August, maybe a few weeks ago, that we have a new special uh, element coming to the Moe and Katie show. And today, listeners, <laughs> today is the day. <laughs> yes. Today is our very first installment of the Moe and Katie show blend. And you want to oh. tell them a little bit about what the Moe and Katie show blend is, Moe? Well, it's a smooth, caffeinated, uh, roasted mm. bean plucked from the <laughs> dung of a bro. That did not go the direction I thought it would. <laughs> really? You woke up, the, you made me laugh, and you, I woke up the cricket. He started did a little wood cricket. frog urine come out? Cricket. <laughs> Once you hop to the bathroom it. real quick. I'm hopping it didn't. I'm really hopping it didn't. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I, I, I can't think of a work joke. <laughs> Damn it. Let's get this back on the toad. No, come on. Um, ah, nice. Well, that was my wart one. Okay. <laughs> so the Mo and Katie Show Blend is our interview segment, and we're going to be bringing you an interview with someone who we feel who exemplifies gratitude, humor, and positivity. That's where the blend part comes. The Blended it all together. And we're going to start the second Friday of every month doing an interview segment with someone. And today our first guest is Andrea Johnson. You're really going to enjoy um, hearing our conversation with her. We're really excited to bring that to you. Yeah, she's awesome. So let's roll that beautiful bean footage. (laughs) Here we go. All righty. We're serving up a freshly brewed blend of gratitude, humor, and positivity. Offering a fresh perspective by talking to someone who's not Mo or Katie on how gratitude, humor, and positivity work in their life. It's the Mo and Katie Show Blend. Okay, we want to find out how gratitude, humor, and positivity resonate with some um, more normal people. Why did you look at me when you said that? (laughs) All right, so we are going to welcome Andrea Johnson, a certified life coach, a John Maxwell DISC consultant, and host of the Intentional Optimist podcast. And we just recently learned uh, a former barbershop tenor. So we're going to suck her back into the barbershop cult. Uh, so we'll be working on some tags after this. That's but, right. So I actually e-met, is that, is that how you say yeah. it? Electronically met um, sure. Andrea through my Air Force friend, Monique Minnick. So shout mm-hmm. out to Monique, who mm-hmm. I know has been a, a guest on your podcast. She uh, has. Shout out to Monique, the connector. All right. Thanks, Monique. <laughs> and Andrea, we want to thank you so much for joining us. This segment is part of our discovery for how to use our unique interests and skills in unconventional and creative ways. Hey, so those cool. words should sound familiar because they're they repeated from, from yours. Yeah. Now, okay, <laughs> so you have six tenets of intentional optimism. I do. Being Would you like optimistic? me to share those? Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> the first one is optimistic. And I use a sailboat a lot of times for an analogy because that makes it easy to remember. So the optimistic is your boat. And so because you can't go anywhere without the actual hull of the boat. And then, <laughs> and the second one is present. So you need a centerboard to keep you upright. And that's your centerboard. The third is energy. And you need a sail to go somewhere. So energy mm-hmm. is your sail. And then um, in order to make that sail do anything, you need some courage, which is your rigging, which kind of pulls it in or lets it out, whatever you need. 
lead. And sometimes it's more courageous to let go of things, isn't it? Um, And then wisdom. So that's wise, which is your rudder. It's kind of a given, right? It's like whatever direction you need to go. And then intentionality is pulling them all together and actually having a plan to, to actually get the boat in the water. That see, is fantastic. See, no, see these. This is this is tough for me because I'm an Air Force pilot, so mm. and oh, I get seasick. Yeah. So, um, I'm, but but that's good. Those are great analogies. So we might need you to refab the whole thing and make it about an airplane, so Mo can understand what you're saying. So my dad is a, my dad's a private pilot, so um, oh, I'm sure I could <laughs> I could probably figure a way to do that as well. Perfect. So that, that's <laughs> Let, your homework. Next time so, I'll do you an airplane. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As long as there's still a, a pineapple, which is your logo, that's right. on absolutely. the tail of the aircraft. Yes, you that's got right. It. So our ten. Tenants are gratitude, humor, and positivity. Do you think we need mm. more? I mean, she's uh, got six. We've only got half. Our, our tenants are half as strong as Andrea's okay. at this point. No, 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 no. Um, you know, Mark Twain said it, it takes a lot longer to write a shorter speech than it does to write a, a longer speech. Okay. So you guys That's have done a better job at getting them down <laughs> to just three. Oh, well, we yes. have not. That's where we're going with. Uh, but Andrea, we are so grateful for your time. And we're going to assume from your radiant smile that you appreciate the value of humor. Um, but our our Venn diagram is certainly focused on our overlapping emphasis on positivity. So mm. so my first question to you actually is, did Mo miss anything in her intro of you? Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, of my intro, I call myself a professional encourager. And because when I was Ooh, reflecting I like on that. some of the things that, um, that you were talking, that we were talking about earlier and that you asked me to kind of look at before we met, one of the things I thought was like, for me, it just sitting by myself and doing nothing and not giving anything away is no fun. And, um, it, gratitude is good when we sit in, in my own juices were it to say, you know, like pineapple juices. <laughs> um, but <laughs> If you don't share and you don't give any of that away, then um, it doesn't, it, it only helps me, right? So um, I think for, for me, I call myself a professional encourager. That's what I Love prefer that. to do. If I could just get paid to only just professionally encourage people, that's what I would do. That's fantastic. I love that. Right. Oh, professional encourager. Okay, so aside from professional encourager, I'm going to give you three more words. So okay. if you had to use only three words to describe yourself, what would those three words be? Meaning, in three words, tell us how you see yourself. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to tell you how I, I want you to see me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I will say, I, I do have three words, actually. Um, the first is spunky. And, um, I am not quite five feet, two inches. I thought I was five foot two for a really long time until I just finally believed what they told me every time I went to the doctor's office and I'm not quite. So we're just going to go with not quite, but I'm small, but mighty. I have a big personality. I've fought that all my life. I've tried to be demure like a good Southern girl and that just doesn't work. So I have lots of spunk. Um, I actually had a boss tell me that one of the things he liked about me was that I was, I hope I can say this, full of piss and vinegar. Um, and, um, you know, it just, that just is what it is. And so there's, it it incorporates a little sass too. Um, but the other one, I, one word that I really want to live by all the time is welcoming. I like to connect with people. I'm a relater. When I look at my Clifton strengths, that's my number one. So 
I want to relate to you, right? I want to look you in the eye and I want you to feel welcome. I always want my arms to be open. I don't want them to be closed. Um, And then the third one is something I'm just actually kind of learning about myself and kind of coming to accept that other people have told me is that I've been around the sun enough times that I have some wisdom. And um, so I like to call myself spunky, welcoming, and wise. And um, so if I can share some of that, I find uh, I really thought my audience was going to be women my age, but it turns out it's a lot of times it's women about half my age or, you know, in their 30s. um, And they see me as kind of an older sister or an aunt. And that just never occurred to me that that would be how I would help people or who I would like be able to encourage. So um, I'm just kind of learning to accept that. And it's okay. Every once in a while, I have something good to say. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, I mean, it's it's always interesting to see how, A, how you see yourself and how you want others to see you. Because when I look at you and stalk you, is it stalking? I'm sorry. <laughs> when okay. I did my research. <laughs> Legally. No, I, we I, follow I, people. Follow, yes. When I was we following follow you. Intensely. Yeah. Well, in, it, well, this is perfect. So when I was following you, I saw... Yeah. In you, I see a leader who is encouraging, realistic, and inspirational. Uh-huh. So that that oh. that's how I saw you. Those are my three words for you. But I so do like when her- when I was stalking, researching, <laughs> researching, following, following, mm-hmm. I saw um, a motivator who is proactive, staying on the front end of things, open, and you've used the word adventurous too. And I oh yeah, I just love that. So well, thank and, you. And- Gosh, I'm flattered. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's awesome. It, and you, I mean, obviously you have the pineapple as your, uh, your, mm-hmm. not your mascot, but your logo. Although sometimes right. the pineapple wears sunglasses. If you so could, it could put be a googly mascot. eyes on it, it would be a mascot. Oh, yeah. But, okay. Keep following. There's going to be more flamingos and there's going to be more pineapples. So, oh, this um, keeps getting better. Well, you've got yeah. the flamingos on your shirt. You got the pineapple behind you. But the, so yeah. in the hospitality world, the pineapple mm-hmm. is a sign of welcome, right? So it that, is. That wasn't an accident, I take it. It was not. Uh, it, it's oh, two so things. Well, several things actually, but I'm in Virginia. So in Virginia, the pineapple is kind of a universal welcome symbol. Actually it is mm-hmm. in like the whole world hospitality yep. wise, but you go over to Williamsburg and it's everywhere. Cause that's, yep. that's the whole point. Um, but I grew up going back and forth overseas and my parents were missionaries in Korea. So we always stopped halfway. You have to Hawaii, Hawaii, you know, so I grew up on pineapple was like the, the treat. And so for me, it's like, it's, but it's tough, right? It's like it's a tough, t- sweet thing, but it's also welcoming. So there's, oh, there's like a that. lot that we That's fantastic. That. Yeah. We, just, we just have like a comedy and sarcasm That's mask. all we got That's going on yeah. for us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really should have thought about that deeper. <laughs> well, I love it. question for you, Andrea. From your experience, how do you see gratitude, humor, and positivity? And. And all three of them working mm-hmm. together in your life. Um, I think I learned a little bit a lot more about gratitude and humor and positivity. So humor has been a part of my life since I was a kid. Um, when you look back at any of our family pictures, um, everybody's laughing. Like the pictures behind you of the, like the sarcasm and the laughter. Um, some of my, my parents' favorite pictures of me and my sister when we're just like laughing, like hysterically with like, you can see all the fillings, that kind of thing. Um, and my dad was a jokester. Um, and you know, I have terrible teeth, so I have lots of fillings. Um, every once in a while, my son's like, Oh, your teeth. But, um, you know, cause when he, when I open my mouth, but when um, when I look back to at my childhood and see how I was raised, in, I didn't understand it at the time how what how blessed I was. Um, but when I look back at how all of that works together, um, my mother was a bottle of champagne, right? She was bubbly, and I mean, you just pop the cork, and everybody loved Judy. And um, so, as you grow, you kind of lose touch with some of that stuff, and you 
gain touch, you know, with some of the other things, but pulling all of that together um, in the last several years since we lost my mother, um, grief, I think, was something that actually helped me see how the positivity and the humor and the gratitude all come together because I was able to appreciate it better and I knew that I was going to go down a dark hole if I didn't actually purposefully pursue those things. And I'm not a gratitude journal person um, and I shared a little bit ago that I'm an encourager, but I find that as long as I stay within community and make sure that I encourage others, then all of those things come together. And that's part of being able to encourage is actually showing people gratitude for being in my life and being who they are and that kind of thing. So that's, that's kind of how they come together for me. It's like in community. That's interesting. Well, and it's interesting that grief is what brought you that perspective too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really fascinating. Yeah. So what would be maybe some practical, actionable, because that's one thing you're really good at is actionable advice. But what's some practical, actionable, actionable, it's a very difficult word. Practical, mm-hmm. actionable. actionable. It's just easier advice. to say bossy. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of got a super fragilistic. Yeah. Fragilistic yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even though the sound of it, it's something quite Wait, atrocious. Yeah. Okay. But if you say atrocious, oh, yeah. <laughs> All you musicians. Can't All right, start. I can so go with best? you on that one. Uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> What's the best single piece of actionable advice that you could give in regards to gratitude, humor, and positivity? Um, I think that being willing to uh, be present in each moment helps you see what those things are, right? Mm. Um, I like to quote Bob Goff, who's really good at this. Um, and he says, be where your feet are. And, um, you know, it just, when when you look down and say, well, where am I and what's around me? And um, when you are willing to take all of that in and realize that you probably didn't put any of it there and you probably didn't cause any of it to happen. I mean, you might have, but most of the time it's humility and presence that really make a difference. Oh, I love that. Wow. That is so good. All right. Drop mic. I'm done. <laughs> Please don't dent our Wait a minute. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Someone should be recording it. Oh, wait. We are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Andrea, we just want to thank you so much for joining us and sharing the role of gratitude, humor, and positivity in your life. But we have two more quick questions as we wrap up. Make yours okay. good. First, I will. It will be so, it will it blow be your mind. Okay. First of all, where can people find out more about you? Can you direct us to your podcast, your website? Is there a place where people can sign up for a newsletter? Mm-hmm. And whatever information you give us will also be in our show notes as well. So if listeners, if you want to just scroll down and click on those things, but go ahead and tell us where we can find you um, to be inspired by you, Andrea. Well, the easiest place is my website. It's theintentionaloptimist.com. And there has to be, the the has to be in there. Um, And at the very top, there's a place to contact me. There's a place to join my Facebook group, which I know. I'm in. Mo's in, yeah. Um, Katie? I'm late for this party. What? <laughs> you are. It's a very um, tough test. I don't know if you could pass it. Yeah, so there's a place for my Facebook for group, and then I have a, a community for um, kind of budding female entrepreneurs, and um, so there's a place in there to, to click all of that, a newsletter pop-up. I wouldn't have a good website if I didn't have a newsletter pop-up, right? Oh, so yeah. um, well, it's I'm all in there. Instagram um, is the intentional optimist, so it's pretty simple. I make it straightforward. I love um, that. Oh, and my podcast is all in there too. It's on all the different places. So yep, yep. You can find it. I love your podcast. Well, and Monique was on your podcast too. So you know, that's yes. Nice. I, I found right. out about. So it, what's yeah. your question, Barrett? Let it come okay, on. Okay. Well, the most important question, and we mm. want you to share with us your best dad joke. I'm talking <laughs> eye rolling, groan worthy. Give us right. your best worst joke. Mm. Okay, my best worst joke. 
Um, like I said, I, I grew up in Southeast Texas, so all the jokes are either Cajun jokes or Aggie jokes or old man jokes. And I figured the old man jokes might offend the least amount of people. So I'm going to go with one of those. <laughs> And they all have like an accent to them, okay? Oh, excellent. So, um, getting character. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> Three old men are walking down the street. One says, Woo, doggy, it's windy out here. And the second one says, No, man, it's Thursday. And the third one says, Whew, I'm thirsty too. Let's go get a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was the delivery. That's, yes, yes. That's, really that's what we're missing is accents. Okay, we, yeah, we, we're going to do a some... whole accent. We've got work to do. Yeah. You have inspired us today, Andrea. We have. Oh to do, well, so. you said it was inspirational. I had no idea. Yes. That was my word. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm not sure, um, but Andrea, thank you so much for joining us and reminding us of the roles that gratitude, humor, and positivity play, as well as the importance of being optimistic, present, courageous. Energetic, wise, and intentional. You got him. All six. Well okay. done. Thank Bam. you. This is my pleasure. I really appreciate it. It's fun. No, this Thanks. is good. And, and we sign off by always reminding people to be grateful, keep laughing, and stay positive. And we'll see oh. you listeners next time. Say goodbye with us, Andrea. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. The Mo and Katie Show has been recorded in front of a live canine audience. Our theme song is It Is Fun by HopeSounds.com. The Mo and Katie Show is produced by Mo and Katie. Our sound engineer is Mo and Katie. Our producer is Mo and Katie. Hair, makeup, lighting, and catering by, you guessed it, Mo and Katie. For comments, suggestions, and smart remarks, visit the Mo and Katie Show Facebook page or email us at moandkatieshow at gmail.com.